Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bo Burnham dropped outtakes, but we're not here to talk about comedy. We're here to make it and then talk about it and reference it because that's what we do. But also Diablo 2, not really. Diablo Immortal. It's out. It's a thing. You can play it now. Sony had a state of play. Boom, boom. Podcast done. Done, done, done. That was the Gamer Suit Podcast. <laughs> Your <laughs> weekly 30-second roundup of... Uh... Uh, yeah, this is the Gamer Suit Podcast. Gamer, Gamers 2 <laughs> Podcast. I waited too long to start because I started watching videos, and now here we are. This is what we get. <laughs> yep. Uh, your <laughs> weekly roundup of news with commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like... Impressive comedy. There's probably a genre title for that, genre name for that. I don't know. Bit of a slow week, I would say. Um, Relatively, some, yeah. Some wordy news it, items, but you know, not necessarily ones that we'll discuss. They're just they're just things. We're into the next week hiatus move. Yeah, yeah. where everybody's gonna kind of go hush hush, and then everything's gonna explode. Yeah. We do have two things that are going to be just lists of things that were released. There's I threw the Warhammer Skull presentation in here. Or Warhammer Skulls or whatever they call it. Sure. Didn't know it was a thing. Apparently it is a thing. All right. It is a thing now. I guess we'll talk about it when we get there. I'm sure we will, but you want to know what we talked about first? New releases? Things such as, number one, Genshin Impact, the 2.7 update. Number two... Insomnus Enhanced Edition for the PS5. Number three, The Last Taxi for PC VR. Number four, Pinku Kult Hex Mortis for the PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Number five, Samurai Riot Definitive Edition for the PC and Switch. Number six, Silt. I almost read Slit. <laughs> Silt for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number seven, Barn Finders VR for the PC VR. Matt, you in? I'm curious. Do you think it's that you find barns or you find things in barns? Um, like, you know, cars think, or barn finds, but... I think you find barns. I hope to God you're right. Number eight, Diablo Immortal for the PC. Number nine, Gigapocalypse for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 10, Empire Dukes of the Far Frontier for the PC. Number 11, 10, 10 rooms, 10 seconds. <laughs> brain broke for a second for the pc playstation xbox and switch and number 12 uh the collection made after me the wonder boy collection for the playstation and switch oh my god that's what they used to call me back in the day putting yourself on a pedestal 
Wonder Boy. Because they wondered what that boy was doing. Oh, that took a turn. That took a turn. Well, you know, <laughs> everyone got, has their demons. Too many. Too many. Let's not talk about it. I've, I've been feeling good lately. Oh. Let's not bring up the demons. Oh. I've, I've quieted them, and they are now whispers instead of yelling. The higher on the horse that you are, the harder it's going to hurt. As long as I don't Christopher Reeve myself, I'm fine. Yeah. Oof. What? Oof. Too soon? Is he, he's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's been dead for a while. Can't, can't keep track of all these dead people. Uh, I mean, you can pretty easily keep track of them. I'm sure, pretty sure there's like a list. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> Is there a list of dead people somewhere? Probably. Morgues or city records. How do you feel about death? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Do you have a? Are you gonna get par- buried? Are you gonna have a are tombstone? We exi- are we gonna existential this in the beginning? Yeah, sure. Are you gonna have a tombstone? Are you gonna get buried somewhere? Do your parents have like a plot already purchased? How does oh, this work? God. I I don't think they do. I okay. hope they don't. It seems okay. weird. I guess it's not weird, but like it it would feel weird. I know kind some of. people have that already have their. I know their... I know people that have, that like know where they want to be buried type of thing. I I know people who own their 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 but, plot. Yeah, that, that right? I don't know. So, which I guess if there's there's a certain point where like if you knew if you know for a fact obviously you're gonna die, but like if you knew okay that's a threat. I hope, <laughs> I'm glad everyone heard it. <laughs> <laughs> if Matt disappears, uh, so yeah, you know it's going to happen, but like. Unless you contract like a terminal illness or something, in which case you'd be like, okay, I have X amount of time. I can plan everything and just and just be done with it and like not leave a burden on anybody or whatever yeah. of like, no, I've already taken care of everything. This is just how it's going to be and discussion. Then that's one thing. But I feel like when you don't know and you're just YOLOing it and you're like, you know what? This piece of ground right here is pretty good. And you're like, we're at dinner. Yeah. Why are you trying to pick this yeah. now? Um, I'm a throw me in the trash guy, personally. Listen, there's a lot of people that have said that, and as much as I do believe you to believe it, <laughs> there's also a, fa- a person that we know that has dropped the, yeah, throw me in the trash, whatever, do whatever you want with me, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. We know exactly who that is, and I'm like, I don't know if you mean that. I'm not saying, like, don't disgrace me or whatever, but, like, there there are certain parts of me, that, like, I don't want you to do it if I'm alive, don't do it when I'm dead, come on, man. <laughs> Uh. Anyways, um, I kind of like the whole tree thing. There's something about that that I like. Like, like, what what tree thing do you speak of? The thing where you can get like basically buried with like a tree seedling type of thing. Oh, you want to be one of those things from Horizon, one of those people? No, no, no. no I don't want to. I'm not going to carry around the seed pouch. <laughs> it's just like the eco thing of like, yeah. Yeah, turn me into fertilizer. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the idea of that. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind I don't it. Really, like I don't mind it. I don't want to take up space. I don't need it. I don't need like a. That's why I'm like maybe a tree, man. I don't need people to like remember me. You know the the only weird part about the whole tree thing is like what if you get cut down? Then it's like a whole. That's it. This is you know you run into an issue there. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, do I care? I don't know. I'm not there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't want it to be like my choice. Does that make sense? I guess, 
<clears throat> to a certain extent, because you just don't like. It's almost like, like I'm I not, don't. I'm not egotistical enough I'm to not, the point yeah. where I'm like I want a whole monolith. You know, I don't. Oh, I was going to say monolith, but I was trying to think of not sarcophagus. I was trying to think of like what the um, actual buildings what are, are those called. called? Uh, I saw one last weekend, but I, I just came across. There's like mausoleum? a subreddit. Yeah, yes. There's like a subreddit where you're like, you know, they... what? So why are? What are you? <laughs> am I? Am I okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Uh, but I'm not like I need my own mausoleum. Like, yeah, there's no, a lot like, of those in this area. Kind of, yeah, yeah, or at least like versions of them. Yeah, um, there was a really nice one in uh, up north when I, where I was walking around. Mm-hmm. I walked past the cemetery. It was a very well maintained cemetery, very nice cemetery. I could see it, and I was like, "That's a big building." Oh, that's what that is. So um, I used to uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> where are we going with this one? <laughs> you don't start this conversation with I used to, and then I'm like, all right, well, uh, can't wait. No, the dude, the the my like um, stepdad, the guy who raised me essentially. We he was one of those people who likes to walk around cemeteries and like look at you know people, just random people's, yeah. Random cemeteries. We saw we go by a big cemetery. Something looked interesting. Stop. Go for a walk around the cemetery. No, I'll I'll do that. I haven't done it in years. Like I mean, hey, do you know why? Um, but do you know why they build fences around cemeteries? So I don't do that because people are dying to get in. <laughs> He's got jokes. Um, I would do that at like very nice looking ones mm. because it, oh, you're a st- I'm a snob. cemetery stop. I'm a cemetery stop. But you go, you go, you go like, obviously Arlington's a different situation. But like, if you go wander around Arlington, you just kind of have that moment where you're like, "This is very pretty." Yeah. But it's just kind of like it's like a pr- weird vibe to be pretty in. Yeah, it's got a whole vibe. Yeah. Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is a crazy thing to watch if you've never watched it. What always blew my mind like, was uh, Lee's house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you'd be like, "Oh, this is kind of like." Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate, like, slap in the face. But, it, I mean, it's one thing to have just a, a, a cemetery or a rundown cemetery, whatever you want to call it. It's another thing to do, be like, oh, you guys, like, landscape this cemetery. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bougie. Who's dead in here? <laughs> now I'm curious. I've, I have peaked interests. I don't even see a mausoleum. Who are you, gra- who are you keeping the ground for? What makes you really curious when you see a nice cemetery like that, and then in the center, giant mausoleum. So there's that. You know, I don't know what makes me even more curious? When the cemetery has a giant, like, arch drive gate into it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, what's going you on? You don't here? build that on accident. Something's up. It's, it's cheap to put a fence in. That archway is enough to park a hearse or a full limo underneath it. What you doing over there? What you got going on? Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Uh, Odds or evens? Evens. All right. Number one, Activision Blizzard launched their new mobile game, Diablo Immortal, this week. Speaking of death. But they did not launch it in the Netherlands and Belgium due to, quote, 
current operating conditions in these countries, end quote. A statement by Blizzard employees shared to the Diablo Immortal subreddit said, quote, the loot boxes in the game are against the law in your country, so unless the gambling restrictions change, the game will not be released in the Netherlands and Belgium, end quote. <clears throat> the post went on to say, quote, if you manage to run the game, I cannot guarantee that you will not be banned for it, end quote. As to be expected, some early reviews of the game have complained about the microtransactions, although gameplay reviews have been mostly positive so far. Uh, some reviews have said that the game takes every opportunity to suggest partaking in microtransactions and that the microtransactions are expensive. Uh, the game is technically free to play, so check it out and make your own judgments. Have you tried it yet? So I tried <clears throat> it on the PC a little bit. Okay, PC. And I was like, all right, I get it. What you all about? Yeah, but it was like, all right, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. So I literally might uninstall it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like play it a little bit more and just be like, all right, well. Because it's the, the skills I think are a little different, but it's the same five classes that we had in three. And I've been playing with those forever. So nothing's like mm-hmm. new in... So is it basically like a dumbed down version of three? No, like the maps and stuff are new. In the story and whatever, but it is a dumbed down version of Diablo, mm-hmm. and I'm. It's nice that it, it exists on PC, but I literally can't play it on my phone. Why not? My phone's old and shitty. Oh, it it needs that much. It, it I just can't even like on the Play Store. It says it's not compatible with your device, uh-huh. so I just can't even try to see if it would run. Interesting. Um, which is the funny part because it's like, all right, whatever. My phone still works for everything else. So until I, I debated getting a six A when it comes out because six A isn't out yet. But that'll probably be the next thing I like jump to is a six A, uh, if for no other reason than just to have a more modern phone. And I don't give a shit about playing games like this on it. But it's nice that it has crossplay, cross progression, and everything like that. So cool. That's you true. You can do that if you wanted to, but because I can only play on my PC, and I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I might as well just play Diablo. Yeah, it's not worth it for you in particular. Right. Now, I have had people on my friends list playing on their phones. Mm -hmm. So, there are people that, you know, they had phones. Do you not have phones? They have phones. The whole joke is, oh, what, do you not have phones? It's like, not that apparently it will run it. (laughs) Oh. As per your weird recommendations. Your weird system specifications. Get wrecked. Also, it is uh, fitting that it's not in the Netherlands and Belgium, just because of how, especially Belgium, how they've cracked down before on uh, loot box things. Yeah, makes sense. Because there are loot box things. So. A lot of loot box talk. There is. Speaking of loot box talk, ooh, look at that segue. Number two, the Norwegian Consumer Council has released a new report on the ongoing impact of loot boxes on the games industry, backed by 20 consumer groups in 18 European countries. The report gives an outline of the history of monetization in games and how practices around loot boxes and in-game currency have evolved to exploit consumers. It highlights deceptive design in games, tricks that, quote, 
exploit cognitive or behavioral biases to incentivize spending, end quote. Loot boxes are also frequently marketed aggressively by, quote, advertising the possible rewards, end quote, which is also considered deceptive by the report. Two case studies of particularly predatory practices, that's the triple P, are also included in the document. It details how loot boxes are implemented in FIFA 22 and Raid Shadow Legends, everybody's favorite stream sponsor. Mm. The report rounds up by listing several actions that the industry and its regulators can take to improve the landscape around loot boxes. This includes banning the aforementioned deceptive design, denoting all in-game purchases in real-world currency, not implementing loot boxes in games aimed at miners, weird they're just in caves uh, more transparency around algorithms that determine the outcome of a purchase and more enforcement around consumer rights in games it adds that if these remedies do not alleviate the issues the industry should consider a ban of paid loot boxes in games altogether Speaking of loot boxes, again, a coalition of 15 advocacy groups sent an open letter to the U.S. Federal Trade Commission asking the regulator to investigate manipulative design abuses in the FIFA franchise, specifically the loot box-driven Ultimate Team mode. The groups repeatedly cited the Norwegian Council Consumer Report. So, once again, the U.S. and Norwegian peoples acting together. Unite! I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's just get through all the fun stuff. Number three, employees at Electronic Arts have threatened to walk out over the company's lack of action during Pride Month. The plan was expressed in a message sent to EA's internal Slack group in which staff expressed joint concern about the publisher's vague plans to support LGBTQ plus initiatives during June. Quote, just slapping a rainbow on our logo in June without any broader action will be unacceptable, unquote. An EA employee has since said the walkout originally intended to call attention to hypocrisy of, ra of rainbow washing while refusing to make a broader public statement was called off after EA leadership said it would not be adopting a company-wide rainbow logo this month for Pride. EA has since issued a statement during Pride Month saying that it's united in support of its LGBTQ plus staff, consumers, and communities. The statement went with their normal PR-approved drivel, and EA said they'll be donating to charities. Uh, speaking of EA and money, uh, EA has elected to omit Ultimate Team's revenue figures from its 2022 SEC report. That's the Securities and Exchange Commission. Although they did describe it as their most popular live service. Last year, EA's annual report led to some unwanted attention in the form of news articles about the $1.6 billion in revenue the company took in from Ultimate Team. So my assumption is, and I think it's a fair assumption, it's more this year. And they don't want the attention... Of people being like, these motherfuckers made two point whatever billion on Ultimate Team. They're about to have that attention, though. Yeah. As next week rolls around. Yeah. Uh, the Pride thing. So, good plan on the walkout. 
Uh, though it's funny that they just said, and we're not going to do that. Well, but. it's kind. Of, it was an interesting... I didn't want to go through the whole fucking thing, because we would be here the, through the whole episode. But essentially... We started with cemeteries, I mean. Yeah, I know. The quick, and the, the, the quick breakdown is, people were like, don't you fucking dare rainbow wash us with the logo, and, and that's it. Which, to be fair, not to, well, not to be fair, but to point it out, I love that term. Rainbow washing? Yeah. Because, like, we had we had whitewashing and, and blackwashing and everything. Yeah. But rainbow washing is just such a good term. Oh, yeah. It's correct. I know what they mean. Mm-hmm. And it gets right the point. To the point. It gets, yeah. yeah, it gets the point across. Um, EA came out with a statement basically saying, we're not doing the rain. We're not doing the logo. We're not doing anything. Like, we're not going to do anything different. Like we're going to keep being shitty. And-, <laughs> and then they were like, the staff was like, all right, fine. Walk off canceled, and then EA hit him with the normal, <laughs> the normal like we stand with our LGBT, you know, like yeah. the normal PR release, and you know, as to try to like diffuse, you know, the 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 fact that they the tension, the the fact that they made a statement that was bullshit. Um, they were like, oh, we're donating to our normal charities money, and it's like, okay. So they still kind of did it, but they just kind of like, you know, got away with it by saying, oh, we're donating to these charities. So whatever. They win again. They got all the money. So speaking of the one point six billion. That was a yearly revenue, if I remember correctly. Yes. And I don't know 100% if this is true or what, but uh, Microsoft, this is just in reference to money, uh, had a fourth quarter earning thing or whatever, like Microsoft itself, not just talking about the gaming side. Uh, And they had to readjust some of their money. Uh, I guess against expected or projected or whatever the the term is. I don't pay attention enough to the financials. It was their Q4 2022 numbers. I think that would make sense. Yeah. Or yeah. Cause that'd be ending or that would have ended. Yeah. Now would be in 2023. Yep. So do you want to take a guess based on, I think this was a tweet from, I want to say his name is Tom Warren. I, and I can't remember who he writes for. Um, how much money they made in Q4, Microsoft? I in revenue. In revenue, I can't. I don't know. I don't I believe, even have. I believe a, he worded it as in revenue. I don't have a frame of reference for Microsoft. So let me think about this for a second. 10, 10 billion. No. Okay. I, I'm trying to see if I can find this really quick. Uh, three billion. No. More am I high or low? You're low. Was ten too high or low? Uh, ten was low. So I thought Microsoft averaged around forty billion a year. 
Okay, so this is Tom Warren, senior editor at The Verge, is the person I was referencing. The tweet specifically says, hold on, i got to scroll for it because he did all the state of play stuff. Uh, Microsoft has just announced, this is his tweet. Microsoft has just announced it has revised its Q4 revenue guidance to between this number and this number down from its previous guide of this number and this number. Microsoft Q4, oh, this is sorry, this is Q4 2021 revenue was this number. Yeah. So Q4 2022, 21 was the number I was asking you about because that's the one I remember. But uh, if you can guess what the ballpark is for 22. Just Q4. Just Q4. Well, I thought that they were like a $40 billion a year company. But if they if ten was too low, that kind of throws that out of the water. You ready? Yeah. Mark, this is with the numbers this time. Microsoft has just announced it has revised its Q4 revenue guidance to between fifty one point nine four billion to fifty two point seven four billion, down from its previous guide of fifty two point four to fifty three point two. Jesus. Microsoft Q4 2021 revenue was 46.2 billion. In a, in in a quarter. In it a quarter. Q4. In a quarter. Jesus. What do what do companies do with that much money? Send a message. It's like not what do you about the money? I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like what do you even do like with that amount of money? Uh buy Activision Blizzard. It's just absurd. It's so absurd. Jeffrey Bezos. It's just so crazy. Is it me? Is it you? I don't know. Uh, it's me, actually. I said I was even. That's right. My bad. Number four, Epic Games has announced plans to host an in-person Fortnite competition in November. It's first major in-person competitive Fortnite event since the Fortnite World Cup in 2019. The upcoming event, the FNCS Invitational in 2022, will take place on November 12th and 13th at the Raleigh Convention Center in North Carolina. Games coming back. To in-person. Uh, number five, the parents of a former Activision Blizzard employee have asked a California court to dis- dismiss their case filed against the publisher over the death of their daughter. As reported by Axios, the request made May 6th asks for the entire action to be dismissed with prejudice so that it can be re- can't be refiled at a later date. Which is interesting. wonder if Activision settled out of court. Or maybe some new light, something new came to light. Who knows? Maybe. that. I mean, that's you could take that one off of Activision Blizzard's list, I guess. <laughs> Minus one lawsuit. <laughs> I'm sure next week, like... Plus two plus, lawsuits. Yeah, plus, plus two lawsuits. When one door closes, another one opens. <laughs> uh, terrible. So unrelated to to that, I gouged my finger at work today, and pulling that bandaid off did not feel great. I like. You see that? Oh yeah, nice. I, I was I was bloody all over my hand. 
I somehow gave myself a blister on the top of my foot. That's impressive. It I don't know. It, my Crocs they they oh, just well, betrayed good. me. Um, yeah, it's really hard to get it to go away though because that's in a really inconvenient spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's always gonna be rubbing something. Yeah, always rubbing something. <laughs> yeah, this was a uh, in one of my like conference rooms or whatever it's the pop-up floor panels you know there's yeah. electrical outlets and oh somebody needs to plug in a laptop pop the floor panel up you can plug in a laptop yeah so they're little they're old boxes like these boxes have been in this room for wow, 75 years who knows mm-hmm. how long they've actually been there but the lids you know they snap shut so mm-hmm. in order to pull them up easily i'll use are they the like ones a, that are made out of like brass no no okay. these are like hard plastic yeah. um so I'll use like a, a like pry tool to pop the lid open because I don't, I literally can't get it out without either taking the entire box out of the floor on accident because the lid's just stuck. But then, so you can pull the whole lid, which is like a six inch by six inch block, but then you just leave a giant hole kind of there. But they have the little like one inch by four inch lips that you can flip up so you can re- feed the cores out of that while closing the bigger part of it. So I opened up the big part. And that was easy. That didn't hurt me. <laughs> that didn't attack me. And then I had to get the little lip open. Yeah. And I couldn't think of any way to do it. There was no, like, pop this part of it or anything. And I couldn't, like, put my foot on one eye and pull with the other one because I would just slam my fingers into the floor. So I just had – I was holding the outside of the thing and had my thumbs on the inside. And I just was pushing until it would finally pop. And the moment it gave, my thumbs – just went straight down like grated down the corner the corner of the plastic like caught me and just dug through me mm-hmm. and so my and like left thumb toward or my left thumb is the blood part with a couple cuts on it and then it just bled down to like my finger and it was just like blood and i was like the i sacrificed myself for this room that's <laughs> what so i was gonna say there must be a blood sacrifice can't have a can't have a kind of a, a beautiful Microsoft Teams conference call without a little bit of a blood sacrifice. You know what I mean? <laughs> this week, number oh, number six, this week blessed us with a teaser and then a gameplay trailer for Sonic Frontiers. The new seven-minute video reveals the island setting and its open world, as well as how Sonic will get around it. The video shows Sonic running fast. Hey, Ooh, shocking. Grinding on rails. Ooh, never saw that one coming. And scaling giant monuments. And making use of a new gameplay mechanic that involves a trail of light. All of the video takes place on an island with lush and sprawling grassy plains. Sonic runs around using bumpers to propel him through the air. He is shown riding rails and using some bubble-looking objects to chain a series of jumps. This entire thing is a review of the trailer. Just go watch it. There are also special glowing walls you can jump from and run up. The notable departure from previous Sonic games is a new mechanic where, whereby Sonic can encircle objects with a trail of light to interact with them. In the footage, he uses it to extinguish some torches, solve a puzzle, do more Sonic the Hedgehog things. Overall, it looked pretty underwhelming and empty, like Nate's soul. Did you watch any of it? It's rude of you to write the last part. What? Did you watch any of it? No. Because I don't give a shit about Sonic. It was uh, awkwardly empty. Somebody uh, compared it to Sonic Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I mean, naturally, everyone's going to make that comparison. But it uh empty. Very empty. 
Very, very empty. Anyways, number seven, Nintendo released the, uh, Nintendo revealed the release date for Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, the next mainline entries in the series, through a new trailer. November 18th is the big day. In addition to the release date, the trailer also shows off the new professors and some new Pokemon, including a pair of legendaries, uh, along with multiplayer support, support for up to four people. <clears throat> Violet and Scarlet are the latest attempts to shift the series to a more open world structure following 2019's Sword and Shield and this year's prequel Arceus or Arceus or however we're saying that. Uh, Nintendo describes the new games as an adventure where players quote can explore an open world where the various towns and cities have no borders and blend seamlessly into the wilderness end quote. Uh, four player co-op that sounds pretty dope. Totally forgot about this, by the way, when I was doing my intro, so that's how underwhelmed I was with the entire thing. Wow, get wrecked. Uh, well, I guess four-player multiplayer. I don't know what that means. Yeah, there were some... So. There needs That needs to be more explained than... It It was written on the site of kind of like, all right, you can go into another player's world and you can do co-op stuff and yada yada. But I was like, mm-hmm. okay. But do I like get a bonus from doing that? Is there, you know... What can I actually get away with? Blah, blah, blah. So the, there's some stuff I want to see him flesh out with that. Uh, but overall, I wasn't like blown away. Yeah. I I feel like as we get older, we're just getting more jaded by like... Well, that's just true in life. But like... The, like nothing... I, I don't get excited for video games anymore because I, like, I feel like I'm like, oh, that's, that's generic. There's nothing new with that. Like... Oh, that's well, not this, interesting. This is, this is the one where like it kills me because this is supposed to be our sword and shield like next full, um, like a full gen essentially instead of yeah. just a copy paste from previous ones. And while we get new starters, they only then showed two other new Pokemon. Yeah, that's five new Pokemon. Which are the the two title the ones? Three right? starter. Well, all right, the two title ones, so seven. It's the th- oh. the three starters, the two legendaries, and then Lechonk, which is a pig, and then like a fire cat, weird th- or a lightning like cat looking thing, which literally just looks like a cat potential version of Yamper from Sword and Shield, which was a lightning dog. So, if those are, I mean, obviously those might not be it, but they literally didn't show anything else in the trailer where it was like. Oh, what's that? Or ooh, I'm curious. Oh, it was like, oh, well, there's Venonat. There's what you know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to just go catch the same Pokemon again. I always like catching new things. Obviously, is it hard to make a new 100 Pokemon after you've already have 800? Yeah, I understand how that's not exactly the easiest task in the world, but it, it, for me, as somebody that's better, it's probably one thing for kids. Obviously, it's aimed at that haven't played the old ones for 20 years like we have mm-hmm. but for somebody that's been around for all of them it's like all right cool that's just a venonat again Bleh. and it, it doesn't it's not the rev- revolutionary version of the pokemon that i want in order to make me want to go do that again yeah like when they eventually drop pokemon for the pc and it's running in 4k 60 and it's the greatest game i've ever seen then i'll be like yep catch them all let's go i'll catch all 900 today but now it's like well i don't give a shit it's, it's almost, gonna it's, be on a switch. It's gonna be underpowered. They're not gonna have the graphics that are gonna be useful. Like, yeah, I, it's hard for me to imagine Pokemon being sustainable. But 
literally make the Pokemon MMO. I don't understand how hard this is. Because if you make the Pokemon MMO, you sacrifice yourself to no longer just being on Nintendo. You go to the PC where you should have been from two years or for like two games ago. And you start with the Pokemon MMO being red, blue, and yellow. And just do seasonal updates or yearly updates, whatever it is. Whatever you want to call it. You can do seasonal things to like make things fresh. Like, oh, all the gym leaders this time have a different change. Like, it's a ri- it's the original games for a while. You can see and play with all the players that are in the world. And you can even make, don't you don't have to make the games as fast. Like, make purposely make leveling slower. Like, mm-hmm. just change the XP scales on some st- certain stuff. So that way it takes longer to get to the Elite Four. But then give your players, like, titles, like, champion so-and-so like oh you conquered so you'd see it above the person's head like oh that yeah you did it yeah like cool whatever you can give them cosmetics for completing gym things whatever actually show the badges on a person whatever you want to do and then you either that's when you drop like three months later you drop okay we're going to the crystal and everything else or, or silver and gold whatever i don't remember the order at this point we're going to silver and gold and then blah blah, blah. like you can just do them as like mini expansions because it's a whole new region at that point, but then you can go back and forth and yada, yada, yada. Like, yeah. The concept is easy. The implementation might not be easy, but you know, yeah, I'm not the one paid to make it. I'm the one just, uh, making a podcast yelling at clouds. Yeah. I would be, it, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see what direction they, they take Pokemon in general, I guess. I mean, Pokemon go, was their like and let's go were some of their like biggest punches where I was like, all right, all right, hey, we're kind of feeling it. We're kind of feeling it. We're doing something good. All right, and now we settled back into our groove where it's questionable the entire time. <laughs> like no part of the issue is Pokemon Go because it, it's still going strong. So right, but now just lean into it. Yeah, that's I. I all these companies have become so risk averse that it's like they won't do something unless they like, you know, it's a sure thing. Right. But then speaking of companies that won't do just literally anything, number eight, Ubisoft's remake of 2003 Prince of Persia, the sands of time has been delayed again, which now extends past the company's fiscal year of 2023 as reported by IGN, despite pre-orders being delisted by retailers, the title is still in development. The change to the game's release schedule was attributed to its development now being handled by Ubisoft Montreal. And if you guys all thought that was coming, I got a game called Skull and Bones to sell you. Oh my god, what if they just keep delaying all their games? What if they, in order to sell Skull and Bones, say that if you buy Prince of Persia or the new Splinter Cell, you just get Skull and Bones. And then they can say that... No matter what, however many units of Splinter Cell they sell, they sold that many Skull and Bones units as well. So it wasn't I a bet Skull and Bones is going to come out and be free to play. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay. Free to play with microtransactions. Buy a ship, Star Citizen. Buy a ship. Surprised they haven't started selling the ship NFTs before the game's out. Don't give them that idea, because they'll do it. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky yeah. Bobby. Uh, number nine, Sega has announced a prequel to its miniature Mega Drive, otherwise known as a Sega Genesis. And this one will feature both cartridge games and titles from the Mega CD add-on. In total, the tiny console will feature 50 built-in games, including the likes of, uh, I don't even know what that game is, Silphead, Silphead, Shining Force CD, Sonic the Hedgehog CD, Virtua Racing, and Shining in the Darkness. As of Shining the- in the Darkness. <laughs> As of- These wounds that will not heal. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why Lincoln Park immediately just jumped into my head. Uh, as of now, the device has been has only been announced in Japan, and, it's, and it's, it is expected to launch on October 27th for $75. $75. $75. Add a little bit too pricey for me. I, I don't know. It is pricey. It's pricey, and like I guess it got it has cartridge support and all that. But okay, yeah. well, that, that makes up for some stuff that I was worried about. Eh. All right, so good news. Warhammer had a Skulls presentation. Let's talk about the Sony State of Play. (laughs) (laughs) Unless there's anything in the Warhammer thing we actually need to talk about, because I don't know shit about it. It's a whole list. There's so much shit in there that I'm just like, I don't even, I didn't even know this was like a thing. Like, All right, well, then the good news is, if you can bring up the Sony thing. I can. uh, Hey, if you like Warhammer, they did something for you. Go check it out. Uh, Sony did their State of Play. Um... I think it was mostly underwhelming, but that seems to be. I a think trend. it was. I think it was underwhelming, but I think it wasn't for us. No, I think there's a lot of hype around it, mm-hmm. but it's just not us. That's that's true. That's very true. When's gonna be our time? Uh, Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Yeah, probably. Um. So because I mean, literally, Sony couldn't have shown me anything this time that would have the only thing they have left for me is Ragnarok 
Yeah. That I can think of right now. So many remasters. Kind of getting ridiculous. Yeah, like I said, the only thing they have for me <laughs> is Ragnarok. Um, I mean, probably the big one or bit one of the bigger ones was Final Fantasy 16, which will be uh, released this coming... S- no, next summer. Summer of 2023. That's not coming out this year, so all right, good deal. Uh, there was gameplay, all that good stuff. Uh, protagonist is Clive Rossfield. Whoever the hell that is, I don't know. What do you, what do you mean, who is that? It's Clive. Yeah, clearly. Uh, <laughs> next up, Resident Evil 4 remake. Don't, don't even let me have it. That, I did watch the trailer back. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing we missed. Yep. It looked pretty. Again, oh, yeah. all the remakes look great. Yeah. I'm not playing it. But I'm I can't not either. Wait to watch Ray play it. Whatever that engine is, they that works it's for the them. Re-engine. So, hmm. uh, it's coming March 24th in 2023. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, makes sense, but it's sad. Would have been a good Halloween game. And I guess there's VR content for PSVR too. There was a lot of. Oh, you mean for that? Game? Yeah. Oh, for Resident Evil Four. Speaking of uh, Resident Evil Village. Uh, will be coming out for PlayStation VR 2. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a thing. Street Fighter 6 had its first gameplay trailer, which is also in the 2023 release window. Also looked pretty cool. Yeah, like, that looked good. Um, not my type of game, but it, I, it I mean, looks I good. At, I suck at fighting games. But again, it looks pretty. And Street Fighter is one yeah. of the ones where it, I suck at it, but I also don't know what's happening. Uses the same engine, uses the Resident Evil engine. The re-engine? Yep. Re <laughs> anything on here that I need to do. I mean Chun Li has leggings now, so good for her. I like that that's what we're denoting. Well, you know. Baby steps. Um we saw Horizon VR, Call of the Mountain. Saw it again, I guess I should say. A little bit more. I mean, it looked yeah. pretty good, like just visually. Yep. It. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I hate fighting Thunder Jaws in the game without VR, and fighting one in VR just makes me want to crawl in a hole. Um. Uh, yep. PSVR two. Like, apparently, there's a story mode and a river mode and whatever. Uh, there was a Horizon Forbidden West little doohickey that uh, there's going to be a new game plus and an ultra hard difficulty. And then tro- more trophies. And then there's some updates to the graphics, but nothing crazy. Um, there was the Callisto Protocols gameplay trailer in a December 2022 release date. That one looked good. Definitely stuck true to the being inspired by Dead Space oh, yeah, vibes. Like- it could straight be a sequel to Dead Space. For sure. Uh, looked good. Looked like Dead Space. Stray got a release date um, alongside the announcement that it'll be free for PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium members. That release date is July 19th of this year. Yo, you want to be a kitty cat? You get the game, Stray. You want kitty cat. Meow, motherfucker. And you dance, dance, dance. Marvel's Spider-Man is uh, getting remastered, and Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales will be coming to PC in 2022. Huge. August 12th. That is that is going to be, an, again, very cool. Uh, the Spider-Man Remastered is August 12th. Miles Morales is fall, apparently. I like that. That's a good, that's a good, hey, play the first game. And then, hey, play the second game. I like that. Uh, no Man's Sky is going to be on PlayStation VR 2. Um, okay. Season, A Letter to the Future is going to be released in the fall of this year. Um, that was the person on the bike. Oh, the, gotcha. It, yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution was announced for PlayStation VR 2. True. 2. And it'll Ooh. be in uh, 2023. Looked like a, a Walking Dead game. I don't know what you, want, what you want me to tell you. Horizon. It's also coming out on the original PSVR uh, late this year. First. Interesting. So. Uh... Eater, eat, I, I don't know how to, Eater Nights, or I don't know if it's supposed to be a play on Eternal, like Eternal. Yes, it is. Eater Nights? Inter- Correct. Eater Nights? No, the first one. Eater Nights? Yeah, but. Eater Nights? No. Eternal Nights? Eter- no. Nights? Yeah, but you're, you're, Eater Nights. Eater Nights. Eater Nights. It's not a, it's not an, e- I don't know why you're doing that. It's not an e- easy word to say. It doesn't flow. It's got it's no just, flow. It's just a it's just where you're putting. It's got it. no swag. It's uh, listen, man. You gotta you gotta have the swag. Swag check. Uh, it's where you're putting the accent. So eternal, eternites. Well, you can take your accent and okay. shove it up your okay. butt. All right, All right. Well. shove your poop hole. I. It's a dating action game set in the apocalypse. <laughs> Hell of a thing to say after what you told me. Um, uh, PS5 and PS4 in early 2023. Man, do you imagine if that game came out in 2020? Been right there. Dating sim and apocalypse. <laughs> All I'm getting from this, there's a lot of games coming out in 2023. Well, yeah, those are going to get pushed to 2024. <laughs> yep. Drone coming to the PS4 and PS5 this fall. That one, I believe. It looked interesting. Yeah. Uh, Interesting for not, sure. Not enough for me to like buy it, but enough Same. for me to be like, I'd play it. Maybe check it out. Uh, Tunic is coming to PlayStation this September. Hey, you want to be a Fox and Zelda like? You can do it. September 27th, to be exact. And that's it for the state of play. Relatively good state of play for what we were expecting. Yeah, I mean, it was short. Um, You know, there was some PSVR stuff thrown in there. It's just kind of a weird... It was mostly a VR thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird situation where they're saying, oh, these games are coming to PSVR too, but we really... They haven't formally... Like, they haven't done, like, a state of play on the PSVR. Yep. And they haven't said any sort of, like, release window for it. They haven't. Hey, but all these things are coming. They literally, it's only been in the PlayStation blog, which I feel like is kind of weird to begin with. Like, to put a product, like, show off 
a product and tell you the specs of a product and stuff like that, like in the blog and then not tell like mainstream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For a mainstream media, but whatever. Did you switch font colors? You did. No, there's this weird thing that happens. No, literally after the number three, it's it's gray, not black. That's what I'm saying. There's a weird thing that happens where the font color keeps changing to gray. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Interesting. Interesting. I'll have to see if I can fix it. Anyway, now for us, uh, questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on, starting with number one. Euro Truck Simulator developer SCS has canceled the release of its upcoming Heart of Russia expansion due to the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. The DLC was unveiled in March 2021 and was set to give Euro Truck players the chance to explore part of Russia in-game. Not no more. Stop being shitty, Russia. Number two, Shinji Hashimoto has retired. The seasoned producer has worked at Square Enix since 1995 and is best known for his contributions to both the Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy series, for which he's worked on almost every single one. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. Uh, you know, go enjoy your retirement. Just chill, man. Chill. Chill. Go fishing. Uh, number three, THQ Nordic has opened an office in Singapore to cater to the Southeast Asian market. Number four, Konami to, is shutting down Super Bomberman R online this December. Good on the fly editing. <laughs> the publisher said, quote, the Bomberman series is moving forward with new projects. And, quote, the game originally launched in May 2021, so it barely made it a year. Well, it made it a year and a half. Uh, number five, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 is coming to Switch on June 8th, and it'll cost you 15 doll hairs. Number six, rumor... PSVR 2 mass production may happen in the second half of this year with 1.5 million units and might release in the first quarter of 2023. Another rumor, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge may be releasing on June 16th and Nate goes, (laughs) number eight, the Steam Deck docking station has been delayed. Number nine, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 to be revealed on June 8th. So we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Number 10, Amazon Games announced it will publish the upcoming online multiplayer action-adventure game from Disruptive Games based on a new IP. Disruptive Games is an independent studio based in Berkeley, California, known for co-developing games like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Diablo 2, Resurrected, Godfall, and Orcs Must Die. So if you're trying to figure out what the game is based on those, good fucking luck. Yeah, just pedigree. Sort of. But still, if you use that pedigree to figure it out, good luck. Yeah. Number 11, Dragon Age Dreadwolf is the official title of BioWare's Dragon Age sequel. No news on platforms or a release window, but BioWare has confirmed the game won't launch this year, and Nate could have told you that four years ago. Number 12, there was a leak suggesting that Tencent might make its own VR headset, to which Nate asks, why? Oh, I got another good one I forgot to put in there. Uh... Which I apparently this isn't the first time it's happened, but a uh, Chinese military state secrets were leaked on a War Thunder uh, f- forum. What a time to be alive! Uh, they were in depth uh, schematics and documentation on their Sabo rounds for their tanks. 
Did you see the uh, article? This is going back a couple weeks now. There was a man arrested in the U.S. for building uh, base replicas in Minecraft on a Minecraft server, like replicas of U.S. bases, like to the T. That's interesting. I was like, uh, why is he allowed to do that? <laughs> I mean, obviously he's not. He got arrested, but I was like, that's that's a really weird thing. I uh, some guy was charged with treason for trying to sell. That's a charge you don't hear getting thrown around that much. I don't know if it was treason. I don't remember what it was. I, but I it was like, a, just send it. There was a a um, flight simulator developer that was trying to get. Um, like manuals and other documentation on the F-16. Interesting. And another War Thunder leak. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't wait till we go to like the space wars. These tank people are crazy. The tank people are crazy, but I can't wait till we go to like the space wars and. Uh, oh my god, what's the spreadsheet simulator I'm trying to think of right now? Uh, Eve Online. Yeah, and Eve Online is getting like, it's just becoming currency. Yeah. Uh, the. The, I, will tra- I will trade you the dark secret of my spreadsheet and sell C11 for your dark secret. <laughs> Whatever UK's new main battle tank is, like it's like the Conqueror or something like that. Uh, like a bunch of shit about that, and like schematics and stuff like that leaked on the War Thunder forum as well. Tank, tank naming needs help if that's called if that's the Conqueror. Then we need to UK needs to look at its tank naming division and, and hire some new people. I kept wanting to call it the Conquistador, but it's clearly not. <laughs> that, honestly, that's not right. That would actually be a great if the UK's new tank was called the Conquistador. Uh, UK because that that would be very that'd be very old England tank. of them, where they just uh, blame everything on somebody else. Like what? No, it's not ours. It's called the Conquistador. It's like it, no, that's yours. The Chumbawamba. Uh, the Challenger. That's what it's called. Challenger. Well, hopefully that doesn't end the way something else named that did. Too soon? It's what? 19 years ago? Yeah. No. I don't know. It just sounded, sounded good. So it's I said 2001, yes. wasn't it? 2000? I don't remember. I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, it's been been it's been seven days. What you been up to? Um, not much. Watching a lot of TV, lots of TV. Obi Wan Kenobi. Watched all of Stranger Things season four. Um, the animes. Downloaded Sniper Elite Five. Um, that's really about it. Did the whole baby thing, you know, just take care of the baby. He's crazy. I uh, did finally meet the baby. You did meet the baby. It went surprisingly well. He didn't I mean, scream. So not from me. That's true. Had a diaper rash that took came out of nowhere. Gone the next day. Weird. Yeah, it was like chafing, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we've all been there. Yeah, I feel. I feel, I'm, I understand, man. I, f- I felt the pain. If it was socially acceptable, I would also scream about it. If it was socially acceptable, I also would just wear a diaper around. Yeah, it's true. Convenience. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's about it. What have you been up to? Uh, meeting your child. You know, chalk that one up to a win. Accurate. Thing just stares at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean to be fair, though, that's me and all babies. Just He's just skeptical. He's like, I don't know about you. T- 
I'm not taking my eyes off you. That's really what it is, though. It's like, <laughs> why are you in my house? Because if he's not in the house, like for I for somewhere else, he's like, whatever. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, new people. Yeah, no problems. Cool, dude. What's up? I'm a baby. I'm here, Sean. <laughs> the moment we're in the house, like you aren't normally here. Yeah, it's basically. Like, Does everybody else see this? Do you know he's here? <laughs> I'll keep an eye on him. <laughs> Pretty he did much. almost get brave at one point. He did. I think. I think had he not been overcome by, by a diaper rash, he would have. He would have been brave. Oh yeah, because he was rolling around by feet, and he was. He yeah. was right there. He was, he was like. He was scoping. I was seeing if you'd make any sudden moves. He approached. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was checking. But I was. Situation. I was going for the the T Rex approach, where if I don't move, yeah, he doesn't know I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Or what is it? Right? No. He just starts to treat you as like a a, a fixture, and he's exactly. Like, yeah. Then I then everything's fine. Yeah, and I'm good. I no longer I no longer the hu- new human in the house. I'm the yeah. new piece of furniture. Yeah. All right. Perfect. We're good. Next thing you know, he's crawling on you, trying to climb on you, and it's, it's and I'm like, whatever, man. Hey, we'll hang out. I'll vibe. I'm down to play with a small child. They're malleable. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Uh, they're they're fun, but they're also fun because you can hand them away. Yes. Um. Yes. So it's been that. It's been typical like WoW stuff. Been uh, finished Horizon Zero Dawn now. That is officially or sorry, no, I finished that a while ago. I finished Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is officially done now. Disappointing with the ending, but we've we've talked that nauseum about it already. Uh, I don't want to rehash that. It's not even just disappointment with the ending. It's like, all right, it's an ending, but like you could have done it so much better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then into the show, we have Sniper Elite to start playing. We did start playing Lego, uh, Lego Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Uh, holy shit, is there a lot in that game? And we didn't make it three missions. No, it's it's kind of like ridiculous. There's so much. So much to do. To be set, to be fair though, had a great time. Once we started figuring out yeah. everything, we were moving everything around, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you can pick me up. We could do this. And yeah. Could do this. Yeah. And it was just two two nerds sitting around solving puzzles with Lego figures, and your wife was like, "I'm going to kill you both." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. Once you start, once you unlock a few characters, yeah, and you yeah. get a little bit of you know, you can do and having Obi Wan was a cheat code. Yeah. So it was it was a great time. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Uh, Sniper Elite, I'm hoping is going to be great. Uh, I mean, usually it's never usually a bad time. Yeah. So that'll be up there. Uh, then just, yeah, doing the wow thing, doing the MLB the show thing. Got to do some yard work, clean the house, that typical stuff. But, you know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's it. New finished. Age. Oh, I finished um, Baptism of Fire. Oh, okay. So I'm on to Tower of Swallows. So you're getting close. Yeah, I think I had two more. This one and one more. Not counting yeah. the random insert book. Yeah, Lady of the Lake is the last one, I think. Yeah, and then the... Seasons of Storms or yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. It's the random one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got to download uh, Tower of Swallows, but that's the last... Or there's that one, and then, yeah, Lady of the Lake. So, I'm I'm right there. Yeah. I can tell what you mean with getting annoyed at Geralt of just being like a, a bitch towards the end, because he, he starts it in Baptism of Fire. Yeah. Uh, he just gets whiny. There's, well, there's part of me that like I get why he's whiny for a part of it, but then there's another part where it's like it's 
it's almost more annoying because he is whiny, but it's more annoying of how they're also handling it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, God, I hate all of you. It gets better again. Yeah, but I like collectively towards the end, until they are at the end when they're getting, uh, like kind of back together and like they've accepted it now. Mm-hmm. But there's just I had two hours worth of listening to it where I'm like, I'm gonna, I wish all of you would just run away. Have you gotten to? Uh, no, you're not. You haven't gotten to Tucson yet, have you? No. He okay. baptism of fire ends with him getting his name. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where he's like, I can't look. He, you know, he doesn't look up because he's just got the shit eating grin on his face of yeah. of get actually getting his name. Yeah, which is hilarious. But yeah, Rages and uh, Kair and all those guys are are there. So I believe Rages and Kair were the two that you were saying has, have two other people joined yet. And yeah, Kair was the one I was thinking of, and then Rages they they you get them they both kind of join around the same time, roughly I think, right? Because Rages Rages beforehand, then Geralt kicks him away, and then he yeah. comes back at about the same time. I I really he, like him. He's he's great. He no, they're to, they're all together. Then he kicks him away. And then he comes back. Yeah, and then he like shows up, and Geralt's like, "What the fuck, bro?" <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you can stay. It, it, but it's, it wasn't even that he shows up; it's that he just smells him, and he's like, "I told you, just to leave." And he's like, "I have to change his wound." He's like, oh, "Fuck it, you know what? Whatever, whatever, man. Clearly, you're not gonna do whatever you want." Yeah. Uh. But him like pouting with the. Uh, when they're trying to like make soup and whatever, and he's just and they're like, I'm like, I'm gonna all of you. Oh, I hate all of you. Yeah. Yeah. They're all something else. That and the uh the lodge is getting formed and them trying to do their let's blah 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 Siri, blah 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 blah. They're annoying, if any it's At least Yen does the breakaway. Yeah, she's this is this is like you're getting into the meat and potatoes of like Yen being a like kind of a badass, and it's like it's frustrating how the show like handled, Does it, yeah, yeah, like because handled, it, is handling her because she's she's like the her whole jam is she's like she has like a super strong will. Yeah, like she does a, what she wants to do. Literal badass that literally can't be controlled. Like her yeah. whole thing is that's, that that's literally yeah her yeah that's literally her whole thing. And then when it comes to the only, she's not even in con, or she's not even controlled. But her allegiance isn't to the lodge. Her allegiance is to Geralt. Like yeah, she understands. She's the only other person or the, of the three, Geralt, Yen, and Siri that truly understand the entire situation. Yeah. And Siri doesn't, I don't even think, understand it until Lady of the Lake is my guess. Yeah. That's pretty true. Where, like, then they're like, okay, we all understand this. And they're still the only people that understand it where everybody else is trying to use Siri for their own end. Where, Mm -hmm. no, they understand, like, what she is. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good, though. I've, I've been enjoying it, obviously. It's a good, uh, Good for those drives. But yeah. That's that. And uh I think that's everything. Yeah, I'm I'm got nothing. Alrighty. He has nothing, and that means that in seven days we will talk to you again. Seven days will be interesting because that'll be after the summer games showcase. Hosted by none other than Jeff Keeley. It's taken over. 
has taken over. He took over years ago, if we're being honest, but he has solidified his place now. So yeah. we'll talk about that. And then the week after that is when we'll go over the uh, Xbox showcase because that'll be on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So until then, we will see you in seven days. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.